from Epic Deer Studios. This is The Ice Queens. figure skating fans and happy halloween we're here to spook you with the latest uh ice queens bs from skate canada which occurred last weekend tori how are you doing over there how's your halloween um well so far it hasn't started so i should warn everyone there could be some doorbell ringing during this um podcast because the trick-or-treater should be starting at any time so if you hear bells in the background just um ignore them well you need to turn out all your lights and hide under the carpet like the producer did two years ago (laughs) we get tons of kids that come here too so um al's on it he's gonna be passing out the candy and um good because you've got more important things to attend to oh yeah i got super important things like talking about skate canada (laughs) all right so let's dive right in we were going to talk about the pairs first because neither one of us watched any of it isn't that exciting figure skating fans yeah well i figure that if NBC can't show any of it, then it must not be good enough to watch. So the Italian pair, Burton and Hotarek, I don't even know how you say their names, end up winning. Um, don't know anything about them. Didn't watch their program. So They did show like a 15-second clip, you know, saying that they won it on NBC. And they, I didn't think they looked too good. Well, in the 15 seconds that I saw, they're nowhere com- anything near the Russians, and I don't know. Maybe they're contenders. I want to say they got third at the Worlds last year, but I could totally be wrong about that. Well, <laughs> they actually finished second in both programs and ended up winning the competition, which is an interesting result. Mm. They barely they won. They had one hundred ninety three point nine two to one hundred ninety three point seven seven for Sui and Han, which so Sui and Han is a pair that you know about. Tell us a little bit about them, Tori. They were, I know that they skated a couple of years ago on the Grand Prix. I think they did last year too, but two years ago, um, I think they were lying about his age so they could still go to the junior worlds because he was like 20, but she was only like 14 or 15, but they got caught Um, and they did fairly well on the Grand Prix circuit that first season that they were on skating. And I think they have big tricks. Yeah, like skating needs more scandals. What is with the Chinese with, you know, steroids and lying about their age? I don't know what's going on over there. Yeah. I'm like, what are you gaining by saying that he's younger or older? Whatever. (laughs) So Dumel and Radford of Canada actually won the short program, but ended up finishing third in the competition. They finished third in the free skate. They're a pretty good pair. Yeah, they oh, they're the ones that were third last year at the world. Sorry about that. Um and they are pretty good. They have big tricks also. I'm surprised that they finished third here. They must have choked in the long program. But they yeah. are a pretty good pair. And then for the United States, Haven Denny, which must be Katie Denny, Denny's sister. Yes. And Brandon Frazier, not to be confused with Brendan Frazier, um, <laughs> are the United States, one of the, two of the one of the two United States pairs that were there. They finished fifth. And then Lindsay Davis and Rockney Brubaker finished sixth. They're, you know, as we know, Rockney has done merry-go-round of partners for the last few years. But this is his third partner since the last Olympics. I mean, he's obviously a very strong skater, but he can't seem to get a partner to stick with him for some reason. Yeah, that's too bad because he is a good skater. Um, so sounds like the pairs were bringing up the rear of the U.S. Way to go. <laughs> Yeah, so Tori, you had some Rockney Brubaker gossip you wanted to share with I our fans? I swear, um, maybe I dreamt this, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> You've been dreaming about Rockney? Yeah, no. Well, he is pretty cute. Remember when we saw him in Spokane? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is pretty cute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on NBC, I'm pretty sure that they said he was engaged to the 
girl para skater for Italy. Well, Stefania. So the producer might want. Yeah, hmm. I think that they're um, they're a couple, so that's interesting. What do these international figure skaters do? Go out, all go out drinking after competitions? Like, well, how are you I hanging out with the Italians? Train in the United States. Oh, that's what it is. That's right. Yep. You okay. know, uh, Italy's not known for their strong their strong pair skaters. Yeah, and the and the one guy's last name I can't even pronounce. He doesn't seem Italian to me. He seems like he's from one of the Baltic states, but whatever. <laughs> we'll, we'll give them a pass. Um, so now on to ice dance. I know Tori, you've been look for, looking forward to seeing Virtue and Moyer back, and they did not disappoint. No, well, you know I do love them, and I liked their program. Whenever I watch them skate, it's more like dancing. Whereas Davis and White, not quite as much. You know, they're more athletic. They don't seem as fluid, but um, Virtue and Moyer, I liked the program. They were smooth sophisti- and sm- sophisticated. It seemed kind of romantic. They seem like they're a couple, even though I don't believe that they are. They really have good chemistry. Well, I can hear those trick-or-treaters down there. <laughs> Way to keep it interesting, Tori. Um, I think that they're attacking Al down there right now and grabbing the candy. Wow, figure skating fans, this is like live and uh, <laughs> and in your face, Ice Queens broadcasting tonight. So Virtue and Moyer, they were good. They had some mistakes, though. I was surprised. I never really see them make mistakes. They had a twizzle mistake and a little bit of bobbles there. But um, yeah, nice programs, great chemistry, you know, the usual blah, blah, blah. I'm not, I don't know. I'm kind of over them. But, you know, yeah, I know that they, they do a good job. But um, They do. Um, I think that the program will be really good by the end of the season. You know, it's the first, one of their first competitions. And so it'll each time they do it, it'll get better and better. I did think that the last lift that they did seemed kind of labored. It wasn't very good. So that was another sort of air besides the the twizzles. Yeah. And Weaver and Poja of Canada finished second. They were actually pretty close behind them, only six points behind. So they're definitely up there. Yes. I think that they're closing the gap on them. But we'll see by the end of the season, you know, the, the programs could look different by the end because... I'm sure Virtue and Moyer will be pumping up the difficulty and going over their scorecards to make sure they're getting the highest levels on everything that they can by the time the Olympics roll around. And in third place was um, Madison Hubble and Zachary Donahue of the United States. Um, uh, Tori and I saw them at a breakfast restaurant in San Jose a couple of years ago. And, and we they're... brought them good luck. Yeah, we they did. They ended up getting third. And they, um, even though they finished 22 points behind the second place finishers, um, I did watch their performance on Ice Network just to see how badly they were going to sex it up. And it wasn't too sexy this time, but they did a really good job. They also have a lot of really good chemistry between them. It seems like he, you know, he's a Madison Hubble worshiper. So that kind of plays well. Um, I will not be surprised to see them as the third team for the United States just because, I, you know, the chemistry. They were very close um, with the Shibatanis last season and um, with uh, Chalk and Bates. Those three are really fighting for that third spot on the Olympic team. And I wouldn't be surprised if they're the ones that um, – squeeze in there and get the third to go to the Olympics. Yeah, I think they deserve it. I think they really seem to work hard. They love, you know, they really seem to love skating and love being a pair together. And, mm-hmm. um, and I think they draw the audience in. Whereas, yeah. Uh, I don't know that the ships do that. Yeah, they do interesting numbers, good music, you know, good musicality. I do like watching them. So I wish mm-hmm. them the best. And um, it was nice. They got a medal here. So yay. Yeah, good for them. Maybe they'll make it to the finals. We'll see. Mm, but They uh, got fourth in the first competition. So probably not. Oh, yeah, that's true. 
So um, on to the ladies. This is an interesting, um, it was an interesting mix of women from the United States that competed. So Gracie Gold, of course, Christina Gao and um, Courtney Hicks were there from the United States. And it was won by this woman named, well, woman, um, girly girl named Julia Lipnitskaya of Russia, who I have to tell you, I was totally blown away by. I thought she was amazing. Me too. And, you know, usually we're not huge fans of lady Russian skaters. And usually we don't get excited at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> so that but really I have to agree something. with you. Um, I think she's a contender for this Olympics. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. It was uh, well, I don't know. If she, she really doesn't have the same type of style as Oksana Bayul, but definitely with her age and the way that she just kind of puts herself out there. She was amazing. I thought she was amazing. Very interesting to watch. Um, she skated to Schindler's List, which, as you know, um, my favorite skater, Paul Wiley, skated to many <laughs> years ago. And it's a, I'm a favorite, you know, a fan of that music. And I just thought she was beautiful and lovely to watch. Right. And that's a great piece of music. And it's pretty mature. She's 15 years old. And I thought, you know, she did a great job to it because she is so young. She has nice jumps and her uh, flexibility is a level beyond everybody else. Oh my gosh, I could. She seems more flexible than Sasha Cohen. Um, she I actually, would agree. Yeah, when she puts does a spin with her leg over her head, it's not just it's not just vertical. It's actually farther past her head than vertical. It's yeah. that was unbelievable. Yeah, I would say she's the most flexible skater that I've ever seen. That's exactly what I thought. I'm like, she's more flexible than Sasha, and you know, Sasha was like the epitome for um, ice skaters in the flexibility, but this girl is beyond that. And I believed on NBC, they said that she originally had done gymnastics or rhythmic gymnastics. Yeah, yeah which makes it, sense. It shows. <laughs> yeah, she um, could be a contortionist. And people, like, if there's someone you want you want to watch in figure skating, you should watch Julia Lidnitskaya. She's amazing. Right, beautiful spins. All the positions were good, good line. Um, she even had... A non-Russian nice outfit, and she wore gloves, but for her her gloves were not bugging me. Yeah, I mean, well, she was. I think she was supposed to be the girl in the pink coat from Schindler's List, and but she did it very tastefully. It was like, I mean, she obviously she's fifteen. She doesn't look like the most mature woman on the ice, but she, yeah, she was really something. Yeah, so I'm. I'm. She could be in the mix at the Olympics. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she comes and takes the whole thing while everybody's, yep. you know, sitting, <laughs> sleeping. Well, she got, she got first here and, you know, she'll skate another time on the Grand Prix circuit. So I fully expect to see her in the final for the Grand Prix. So Gracie Gold actually beat her in the short program. But I was, I, you know, so Gracie, oh God, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Gracie switched coaches. She's now being coached by Frank and she's got the Frank curse of totally crappy music. Like so, I, it's like this music says nothing. It does nothing for her. I don't know if Frank pulled it out of his um, record files from 1932. Or I got to wonder like, if ugh. she already had her program music picked out before she went to him because she um, went to him during the summer. Well, I get like July. So she's a skating to Sleeping Beauty, which is a ballet. And so it's not the most exciting piece of music to skate to, um, you know, and she doesn't have. Well, I don't think that she has a lot of personality on. No, on that's why she ice. needs a showpiece. She yes. needs music that can amp up her personality rather than this like drone, 
you know, put you to sleep music that Frank Scott is getting to or wherever she got it from. I don't know. But it was like, I'm like, this is your Olympic year performance music. No. I mean, maybe it's going to be better by the end of the season. She skated okay here. She ended up third. She was first or she was second after the shore, wasn't she? Or first. I'm not sure. Um, But she looked tight on her jumps and she did have a fall and she under rotated a jump. And, you know, it was an okay skate, but... For me, there's something missing with her skating. It, yes, like she caught the Sisney or she's got the Jeremy Abbott syndrome going. It's like you need to pull your head together and just go out there and skate. Right. I know her big thing is her jumps, you know, her triple jumps. Well, if you fall on those, then your program kind of falls apart because you got nothing else going for you. Exactly. So Akiko Suzuki finished second. I have, you know, my heart melts for Akiko Suzuki. She's like 28. She's still out there skating. She loves what she's doing. I mean, she just loves to be a skater. And I just think that's so great. She's been through so much, apparently, having an eating disorder and all these other things that have happened to her. But she's just out there because she loves to skate. And how rare is that in this day and age? Right. And it actually shows when she's skating that mm-hmm. she enjoys skating. Um, You know, she ended up second here. She is expressive. You always feel like she's invested in the program. And it is a nice program. She's skating the Phantom of the Opera. She had a few mistakes in it, um, but she you want you always want her to do well. She's so likable. So mm-hmm. I was glad that she ended up second. I expect to see her in the Grand Prix final too. I think she's been there like six times because she does well um, in competition. Yeah, she is good. And then Christina Gao, I don't know what's up with her. She was okay. <laughs> uh, I, I put it down. Um, she doesn't wow me. <laughs> no. And Courtney Hicks, ooh, uh, not a fan. Finished ninth in the short program. Oopsie. Yeah, she, she <laughs> so she, I think she ended up fifth in the, in the um, actual competition. So she did a lot better in the long program, but she's skating to Evita. Eh, not my favorite. Uh, she had a fall. I thought she was kind of slow. I guess she was injured and had a broken leg and she missed a season, but definitely lacking in between the jumps. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's, she was a little boring. There's not a lot going on um, between the jumps and she needs to work on the artistry and extension. She doesn't finish out the movements. Yeah, she needs, she needs a dick coach, I think. <laughs> somebody, yeah. to, somebody to teach her how to skate pretty. I think, so. I don't know who her coach is right now. I want to say that she used to be coached by Nick's, but I don't think that he's her coach any longer. Is that guy even alive still? Oh my God. <laughs> We're not sure because we haven't seen him yet this season. Yeah. Well, uh, I know that okay. it's set, Ashley saying it's still her coach, but the guy's at least 80 years old. Yeah. I, didn't he skate that when Dick Button skated? I, think, I believe so, yes. <laughs> he didn't skate for the United States, but I'm pretty sure that he skated back then with him. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Now we've left the best for the last, the men's competition. But before we oh, get to I that. Some other thing I wanted to say about. Oh, NBA. yes, please. So we did not have the A team commentators there this week. We had the B team, which is Tara and Johnny and Terry Gan Gannon. Yes. Um, I got to say that I think that those three are better than. Oh, for sure. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say, before we talk about the men, let's talk about the commentary because Johnny really, really surprised me with how good he was. Oh, yeah. Well, you I don't think you'd heard him before because was it like two seasons ago where he did a couple of things and then he was up in the nest where. Oh, yeah. The nest. 
yeah, they would talk between the competition. And he's very good. And I think that um, Tara is really good, too, because she doesn't sugarcoat things like Scott and Sandra. They're, oh, they're great, blah, 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 too bad. No, she says it like it is. This person's boring. Right. <laughs> on this they're slow that's one of the easiest things to fix you can that's something that you can do yeah they turned her into the female dick yeah (laughs) yeah she doesn't i mean i hate her voice but um yeah she doesn't she basically calls it like it is and terry gannon's all trying to be nice and she's like no no yeah she actually is commentating on what's happening at the competition and if they're not doing well or she thinks they're boring or they need to improve this she's saying it instead of saying oh they're so lovely right right yeah she does keep it pretty real over there and then johnny's great too well yeah johnny you know he didn't go crazy he kept it you know he was very um he he worked well with terry gannon i think and terry gannon's probably just going am i in the twilight zone i'm sitting next to johnny weir he's probably wearing a feather boa and you know know, 40 pounds of makeup but um but johnny was good he was like you know he he wants to help the audience understand how hard it is out there that was very clear message from him but i actually really enjoyed having him do commentary yeah i'm like can these two or these three do it for the rest of the season and let's get rid of sandra tom and scott yeah well yeah that was the other thing the producers like and at least with johnny he's not so they're going oh ah, oh, the way scott hamilton does all the time every time they land a jump oh my god yeah so that's definitely a step in the right direction nbc and nbc i've been noticing also this season they appear to be able to keep the camera actually on the figure skaters That's a big improvement. So How something is the going ice on. network. Do they keep it on the skaters? Oh, I can't even talk about the ice network. It just <laughs> infuriates me. <laughs> I can't get it on my iPad. You can only watch it on your computer and you can't fast forward. They don't have it like marked so that you can see individual skaters. You basically have to like drag the little, you know, little marker thing through everybody's program and click and through try every to find com- what you want to watch. Yeah. It's like, don't they know that I really only care about two people out of the 20 that are here? So this is not helping me like ice skating no. anymore. Oh God. It just infuriates me. But anyway, so speaking of infuriating, um, <sighs> the men's competition, of well, course, I knew, you, I knew um, you were probably crying when your boyfriend skated. I was distraught. Uh, Jeremy Abbott, as we know, I have been looking forward to seeing, and um, he's recycling his programs, which is okay. Um, I think it's a bit of an easy way out, a safe choice, but it's fine, whatever he, whatever works for him. But he appears to not have it together. I read an article about his free skate in which he described it as, quote-unquote, hideous, I don't know if I would go that far um, because I still think he's by far one of the most interesting and beautiful to watch figure skaters that are in the world today. But um, uh, it's disappointing. Yeah. um, So the program that he's doing, I believe he did it two seasons ago. And I like this program. But when he did it two seasons ago, it doesn't seem like he ever skated it cleanly. And it's a really subtle program. So it has to be skated cleanly or you lose interest in it. Well, and I'm traumatized because remember, it was the program that he skated when we were in the stands at St. Louis and his dad had that health issue and they were like screaming up and down this or his stepfather, I guess it was, had a health issue where they were like screaming up and down the stands. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, every time I hear that music, I think about how it was like, whoa, you know, we thought the guy was having a heart attack or something. Yeah, it's it's I like the program and I'm just waiting for him to actually skate it cleanly. So 
that didn't happen this week. He did attempt the quad and he had a really hard fall on it. Um, but he popped some jumps. He fell on the triple axle. Uh, it just was a really rough skate. And then he didn't end with the music either. Oh, I know. And, you know, the producer and I were talking going, okay, so what is Yuka actually saying to him? Is she just like, oh, that's okay. No big deal. Or is she sitting there going, you need to get your shit together. It is the Olympic year. And you've been doing this for three seasons now. You, know, you, ha- you all- haven't skated well since 2010. No. And um, we only get to send two men to the Olympics. And it's like, I don't know about sending him. Well, even but, even if he gets first or second, because he seems like a head case, and uh, I don't know, he he doesn't do well internationally. It is heartbreaking, and I actually thought so. Joshua Ferris was the world junior championship mm-hmm. jam- champion that skated for the U.S. in this competition. I really liked him. He's gonna he's gonna surpass all the U.S. skaters if he keeps doing well like that. Me too. I. I really liked him a lot. He was expressive, light on the ice. Um, You could tell that his posture was great. He's had like ballet training or something, but a good carriage, line, beautiful. You know, he had some mistakes. He doubled a jump. um, But overall, I really liked him, except for I did not like his Russian tunic that he was wearing. Oh, God. It looked like a Johnny outfit. The men's costumes are just getting worse and worse. Like, speaking of Johnny outfit, so <laughs> Mizuru Hanyu won second place from Japan. I thought that outfit is atrocious. And then I heard Johnny say that he designed it. And I was like, oh, Me well, that, too. that explains it. I'm like, why is why is little Yuzuru or whatever his name is wearing a Johnny outfit? And then Johnny's like, oh, I helped him design this. And it's like, it's hideous oh my god it's it horrible. had shredding on it sparkles illusion and gloves i mean that's just too much for her yeah the and audience. it had like green and red like diamonds it's like what is this christmas at johnny's house oh. i mean it was just oh terrible and he's skating to romeo and juliet and i'm pretty sure he skated to romeo and juliet last year didn't he I don't, I don't know. know. He was like all Juliet on the top and all Romeo on the bottom. <laughs> He's playing both parts. It was crazy. And then, of course, he is the only man that we know of that does a Billman spin. <laughs> and Johnny, Johnny pointed that out as if he was, it was a badge of honor. And I'm thinking, that's embarrassing. Yeah. So he ended up second here. You know, we know that he's a good skater. He had some mistakes. He singled some jumps. Uh, he fell on a quad. But he is a good jumper. And... A lot of time, it seems like he's out of control. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I and his movements aren't finished, so it's like, um, you know, he's good. It's going to be hard to make the Japanese team for all the Japanese men because they have so many good skaters right now. <laughs> <laughs> Trick or treat, figure skating fans. <laughs> um, speaking of tricks, uh, Nobunori uh, Oda, that guy jumps all over the place, but he's not too pretty to look at. He has beautiful jumps, you know, he has the nice soft bend in the knees, um, but he uh, did have some trouble. He ended up third here. He also is somebody that has kind of unfinished movements, but you can tell that he likes skating, and I don't think that he had any quads in the program. I think there were supposed to be quads, but he turned both of them into triples. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. He's not, he's not that exciting to watch. He's got great jumps, but I don't know. Yeah, he finished third. I'm like, snore. I don't care. 
Um, and oh, big shockaroo, Patrick Chan won the competition. He didn't piss me off as much this time because he didn't <laughs> fall four times and win. He only fell a few times and bobbled no, some No, he didn't fall. He didn't fall at all. So mm. as much as it pains me to say this, this was <laughs> he actually, for me, that's about the best I've seen him skate because he didn't fall. He popped a couple of jumps, turned them into, into doubles, but he did nail both of his quads and they were beautiful jumps. And, you know, he has a difficult program. He is a good skater. I just don't know how likable he is. Yeah, well, he won the competition by 30 points, of course. And he wasn't at his best because he did some doubles instead of triple jumps. So, you know, that score is going to be going up. I will say that um, that's about the best that we've seen him skate. And it was really nice to see him skate without um, splatting all over the ice. Yeah, well, if he he's definitely poised to make a run for the gold medal, I suppose. But, uh... Ugh. He he is because you know he's got the good edge. He's powerful. He does have trouble with the triple axle, but the rest of the jumps are good. And if he skates cleanly, I he's going to be really really hard to beat because he has so much technical content in his program if it's skated cleanly. Yeah. So you know the only other United States figure skater that was there was Ross Minor, finished tenth in the short program and eighth in the free skate. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, he was not shown on NBC. No, and I didn't bother to watch it on Ice Network, but <laughs> so, so that pretty I much because that would be four and a half minutes of your life. You're not getting back. Exactly. Um, so that pretty much wraps up Skate Canada. Next up is the Cup of China this coming weekend. So um, who are we looking for there, Tori? Let's see. I'm looking it up. I know that Agnes. Oh, Zawadzki. Yeah, that's right. She is skating um, for the ladies. And let's see what men we have. Uh, Richard Dornbush. Ooh, Ricky. Yeah. Oh, Dennis Ten is supposed to be skating too, so that'll be good. And then, of course, there'll be some a Japanese skater. You know, they're all good. Um, ladies, only Agnes is the only um, U.S. And I don't know. Oh, Carolina Costner. We got that. Oh, to look fantastic! To. We're so excited. <laughs> and ice dancing. Uh, chalk and bait so that'll be the first time that well we probably won't get to see them because they never show them on tv and bobrova and sola v from russia which we do not like but will be in the metal mix at the olympics and then also the french are at this uh pechelet and borzat and pairs who do we have pang and tong oh yeah can you believe that they're still skating oh my, oh my gosh God, what are they like 40 I know. They have been skating in like 12 Olympics. When are they going to get to retire? Well, Sevchenko and, and Sokovia will be there. Well, that'll be interesting. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see how where they're at. So those are the two top pairs for it. And then nobody from the U.S. that's any good. Right. Yeah, <laughs> don't even bother. Oh, wait, we don't have any good people for exactly. the pairs in the U.S. So it's, it'll be like every other competition. All right, figure skating fans. Well, that just about wraps it up for Skate Canada. We will uh, see you next week for Cup of China. And you can find us on theicequeens.com, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr. And you can also email us at theicequeens at epicdeer.com. That's theicequeens at E-P-I-C-D-E-E-R.com. And also, we have thongs, people. We have pet <laughs> t-shirts. We have mugs, hats, you name it at cafepress.com slash the ice queens. Happy Halloween, everybody. Tell Al he's doing a great job down there. Oh, I will. Hopefully there's some candy left for me.
is a production of Epic Deer Studios. If it's epic, it must be Epic Deer. <laughs>